0: following podcast may be explicit
1: yeah we got ourselves at game con playing for four days straight we got ourselves at game con our hygiene it can wait we got ourselves at game con arguments after fun and we'll be playing all the night till the morning sun
0: Thank you for joining us for Season 12, Episode 9 of Happy Jacks RPG Podcast. My name is Stu. This is Gina. This is Stork. And this is Jib. And uh, I think JackerCon is still going on. It is. Is it, is it As still a matter of fact, there excerpt? are
2: games going on as we speak. We got ourselves
3: a game con. Playing four
2: days straight. Uh-uh. 14 days straight. 14.
3: Fourteen. Yeah. Ridiculous. <laughs> the world's
2: only two-week It's because it's, it's run
3: by a guy who, that's on a crab boat and is used to staying up that long. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Wait, are you saying he's got crabs?
3: No, I'm just saying that he's used to actually pulling 48 to 68 hours at a stretch, and the rest of us would be dead. <laughs> yes. He's like, he's just getting oh, started. Oh, there are a lot of people in the chat. Wow. Yeah. So, uh, let's see. Uh,
0: we should start late more often. No, I don't want <clears throat> to do that. Um, uh, well, uh, for those of you who are tuning in for the first time, we stream live on Friday nights uh, at 8.30-ish, <laughs> 8.55 uh p.m pacific time and uh you can find us at happyjacks.org slash live um and uh you can watch the show and you can watch our mugs while we do the show and then also you can hear the show at happyjacks.org obviously Mm -hmm. and
3: uh so in hello to the chat room there's quite a few people hello chat room you can actually guess on Google is it Google Christ that's, that we're live on or I know yeah. that it, it tends yeah. to be posted that well, pretty it, yeah it's
0: a it's a Google Hangout yeah
3: yeah um, it's
0: actually yeah Google Plus I think is getting deprecated deprecated yeah. I, I think they're, they're not mm, that's a really big word they're not getting
4: me no no sound no th- somebody said the G Plus link is working it's streaming but they're not getting the live
0: oh you know I need to fix something real quick um Stork, talk about the. the. um. uh. whatchamacallit.
3: um. the thing? The. travel. the Star Wars Traveler character set oh. generation. Oh, Alright, fine. Okay, so. uh. our friend Bill, uh. has decided to hack Traveler and, uh, make it into a Star Wars game, which, uh. is a, a huge undertaking.
5: Yeah. <laughs> and
3: he's been plugging away at it and plugging away at it for, I'm gonna say, a year. Maybe a little bit more. It's been a year, yeah? and yeah. and it's no just. It's no small hack. I mean, he didn't just like say, "All right, yeah, yeah," uh, and make it up as he goes. I mean, he went through each book individually, and he went through and he made careers, and he went. So, uh, long story short, you have when we went through character gym, we had up. I'm going to say thirty different choices of characters you could have made from entertainers to, and, and then all the subclasses underneath, and. All of the mishaps were tables that were created as well, and all of that. Thing. So, Stu, uh, myself, Tyler, and Elspeth, and the as GM, and I'm missing someone. Damn. Dave, Dave, and Dave. Of course, why would I forget Dave? Uh, all sat down for How the character could you gen Dave? traveler character gen in Star Wars universe, and it was epic. Uh, I don't know if I should give it away, but uh, a Sith Lord was created by somebody. A uh, a a really well done stormtrooper was created by somebody a bounty hunter was created <laughs> a uh, a washed
0: up stormtrooper was created a washed
3: up stormtrooper well he ended up in the admiral well he was he was on the officer track for a while yeah, yeah. He, he did become army officer track. he became the loser and then uh, there was a loser wash up who just who went from who went from job <laughs> to job who could
0: make a was die he? roll to save his it life could, yeah, yeah I
3: wonder who that could be goals, yeah. <laughs> He even had a package blow up in his face, and he lost an eye. I mean, that's that's how bad things went. Oh, and awesome. and the best
2: thing about... I would think he'd be used to that. Daniel. I know. He, he, <laughs> uh, he is. <laughs> <laughs> and no, he's no, arguably
3: the again. most interesting character because he's got so much stuff well, that happened to him and so many things. is interesting. Especially in Traveler. Yeah. And it's traveler character gen. So I ended up with a bunch of allies. He ended up with a bunch of mishaps. He ended up with a bunch of plot hooks that could have that could <laughs> is he is somebody hunting him? Somebody knows? we don't really know, right? But that's the whole joy of traveler character gen. And Bill did a, a remarkable job of bringing it into the Star Wars universe as well. So he even you know we all had different races and things that we could pick from. It was it was remarkable. Are
5: you guys
3: recording that for we an AP? We, we tried really hard gen- to do character gen. We. we- First of all, we couldn't get it to work, and second of all, we kind of decided it may not be that interesting I, listening to people roll a bunch of dice.
2: I don't know. I well, think it'd be, I'd be interested in listening to that, but well, so we
3: c- couldn't get it to work.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean, we're we're, we're I think we are going to record the actual game session. Yes, that will be
2: cool. That's awesome. And I think we cool.
0: start in August. That, Sweet. Right. It's and a I, matter of scheduling. I do believe I just found out I haven't an episode of Saga of the Inukai that I have not yet posted.
3: Oh, yeah. I'm like, yeah. oh. Speaking of which, you need to fix the wiki. People have been trying to find it and open stuff up. Not just us players, but other people. And the I wiki's moved, broken. I Your moved links it. Are broke. I moved it. I got a message today on the board so I'm saying that, uh, fix that. I moved it. I'll, I'll have to put where it is. It, okay.
0: It's not where it used to be. It's someplace else. So, there's that. Um, and then uh, we've got, what do we got coming up? We've got, uh, is it, uh, Gateway 2014 mm-hmm. for, End of August And that's going to be Labor yeah. Day weekend uh-huh. I've got my hotel booked Already? i got it booked yep. are you, ready. Have you got a game set up? No I'm thinking about running An L5R game I think uh, you should cool. I think what I'm going to do Is I'm going to make characters That are other members Of the Inukai family Cool. So there's you guys have siblings. Oh, I Some know what you're doing. You're going to make NPCs for the game. Well, that too, <laughs> right? But um, but like Ueda had a son, yeah, who was born, you know, soon before, you know, weeks before he died. Uh, so that would be one of the characters. Yeah. But then like, uh, Dave's character Nakoma had several children, so there's lots to choose from there. I could make NPCs or make PCs out of those. Yeah. Uh, Rokai had several children. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to try to put together. You guys won't even know what the what has happened in the course of the game, but mm-hmm. they, obviously they're going to be trying to deal with the. The the shit pie they've been served. Well, you could even do it in the past as well. There's a lot. No, of, I'm going to do it, no, a lot of time. I mean, make it concurrent. You want to make, make it, it concurrent? concurrent. You, and they're cool. going to get sent to go do something. And that, how that happens <laughs> Is going to affect. That's really cool. Out. So yeah. that
3: means that. Cool. So, so let me let me get this straight. So that means players who go show up at Gen Con can actually affect or our L five. Var- no, I'm sorry. A gateway. Gateway. gateway they can actually affect uh, the game that we're playing here.
4: That's you. Did
3: That's the, awesome. You that, did that is that the goal. Yes. What's
4: your Eldame.
0: Yeah, I gotta fix something. Hold on.
4: Okay.
3: Okay, it's unpaused now. I had to fix Gina's. Am I I running anything at Gateway? It was. What? Eldermy.
4: Oh, yeah, no, I just. That's what the Eldermy game was a few years back, right? Yes. It affected the universe of the fantasy game you were Mm -hmm. running at the time. Yes. That's very cool.
3: Now. Uh, James, you're running at Gateway. I don't know. It depends on Dave. I need to find out if Dave's going to be there and what he can run. And if he's if he can be there, then we're probably going to do another freak show. There's another idea that's been percolating for a while, and we should probably get a, that up and running. We run Tales cool. with the cool. Vagabond again. That was fun. That was fun. We have the the new version idea. won't be out by the time. I know because well, he's he's had he's had some pro- like some medical problems. He was like he had like pneumonia or something. It was in a coma for yeah. two months or something. Yeah. Like I mean seriously, he has to learn to walk again. And everything. I guess he's out doing the con circuit again. He was at Gen yeah. Con, so he's fine, but or better, but yeah, uh, the game is on delay. It's a wonderful game. I liked it. I'm looking forward to it. And uh, speaking of looking forward,
0: uh, the basic set of D&D 5th edition which they're uh-huh. just calling D&D. Right. Comes out Tuesday. Right.
2: My copy is supposed to be here Tuesday Wednesday.
0: Mine's supposed to be here Tuesday. They are I pre-ordered it. I know so people already ava- have it.
4: Well, because it's available in WPN stores, stores that run encounters are selling it. They are allowed to. Fuckers. I know, Game Empire
2: they yeah. have it? I could yep. just go
0: buy it right now. Yep. I could yep. have it right... I could yep. do it like an un- un- unpackaging right now.
2: Yeah. It, I could run and go get it, and we could have it before the show was over.
0: No. It's all right. <laughs> I'll have it by Tuesday. I don't want to buy two copies. What are you going to do with that? I'm going to run a game. I'll run it. I, I mean, I, I, I should. Yeah. And I, and I I like some of the things that they've got with character generation, because you can get the basic, the basic rules for D&D now, sort of like the... The simplest of the core rules you can now get for free. You can download it off of Watsy's site yeah. as a PDF. So they're, they're basically kind of taking the the uh, Savage Worlds model and taking it like almost a step further, saying, "Here's the rules to play the game up to like uh, level five or
3: something." It's and uh, they're free. Yeah. Is Dragon Magazine and Dungeon still running, or do they close those shutters mm-hmm. as well? I think they Did shuttered them. I they
2: shuttered th- them. You would know better not
4: About online though.
3: Yeah, they were but online. They they've only time. they've only been online, but I don't. Yeah. I the only know reason I'm, I'm asking is because that those those two magazines would feed directly into Dungeons and Dragons. And I, I would mean, you think would get, they get new characters, characters, I would think so as well. And or something. I'm not sure if that's a good thing or not. Now the, the the main
0: core books, the big three, they roll out. One rolls out, I think, in August. It's um, like August, September, and November. Yeah,
4: I know they're late. No, yeah, that's I
2: like, thought it was two uh, months between. I thought yeah, I it it like be. was going to say like o- November. though. August, October, December. And that's yeah, ridiculous. I don't know. It's it, really you fucking the,
3: long. You still get the player's handbook first, right? But yeah. you don't get the DM it's got. Uh, right.
2: So, so you can DM make your characters the and then have to wait. Now, my monster. understanding, and I have, not re- I have not read them, but my understanding is that you can actually play the game completely, GM, run an entire game with just the player's handbook.
0: Well, there's now there's that core rule book now that you, that everyone can get now for free, right? In PDF. And that's that's your basic rules yeah. for the game, and then they're going to give you character
3: generation. So I suppose you could just I don't have them fight NPCs. I don't understand the marketing. I mean, I I can have sex without a woman, <laughs> Like because I have a high D&D speed internet connection. manual, <laughs> but but it's much better when I have one. So, or maybe not. Uh, anyway, the point being, <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't understand the marketing. I mean, do they want um, to make a bunch just, of characters? And then- I'm just
2: gonna point out they've done this every version. Really? Have they, really? Yeah, have they they've really? done this every version. Because when I first heard about this, I went, "What the? What? The, what that, that's just wrong." And then I went, and Then Gina pointed out to me that they've done this before, and then I went back and thought and looked back, and yeah, I they do, have done this. Every I do remember one e.
3: I mean, we all had the players' handbook, and we made characters, and we started DMing And then the DM's gu- <laughs> and the Monster Manual came out, and then the DM's guide came out like years later. And we're like, "Oh, well, that's helpful." That we makes them strong for a long. But yeah. there was nothing in the DMG in
0: first edition that you absolutely had to have. No, it, there was a list of magical weapons that
3: was handy, N- and but then there was nothing. There was new. a lot
2: of stuff that was useful, sure, um, but you could run the game with just the players' handbook.
3: Right, so maybe that's mm. their point—is that, that I think it is. If the game is the game, should be good enough to run with just the one small book.
2: Yeah, and, and I, I'm just you know I was never I've never been a huge fan of fourth edition. Obviously, um, am I going to run out and buy the new new version? I don't know. Maybe I bought the the basic set. I will. I'll, I'll probably buy, buy it theory. and I'll, I'll run the,
3: it. I still have a giant like file full of four ebooks just holding down. Like my filing cabinet, mine are holding up our bed. Yeah, <laughs>
4: <laughs> mine are on a they shelf. They literally
3: are.
0: <laughs> mine were on a shelf. I, gave, I actually gave a bunch away.
2: I still think you need to run a 4E game for us, Gina. No more. I'm no saving, saving on to the no fluff. Dead, Hold, yeah. dead game. Dead Hold game. on. Yeah. yeah, but the fluff books still have like a lot of ideas in them. Yeah. It's 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 like Esperanto. <laughs>
3: um, <laughs> only without, a and about as universal. Only run. without William Shatner. <laughs> oh, great movie. But All
2: right, William Shatner. Running your D and D game as a GM, well, I just you know, just a thought. Oh, the
3: first in first edition, it's the Monster Manual came first. That's interesting. Well, uh. Monster Manual came out before the Player's Guide. Is that I what you're saying?
0: I didn't. I don't think I said that the the first edition DMG didn't have anything useful. I think it said it didn't have anything necessary. I think you're right. <laughs> 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 there Now we're it. Now you're splitting
4: hairs.
0: But I mean, it, well, no, that chat room's taking into yeah. to task. No, I know. That's and good. I have a copy of it that I bought new recently, <laughs> like within the last two years, from some bookstore.
3: You know, all really good gamers still have their original copies, like mine, it's signed right by away. Gary Gygax. Mine isn't signed; it just, I think it was.
2: No, you signed Gary Gygax's name. I did, did. I did right,
3: too. I did. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody knew what his signature looked like anyway. I fine. still,
0: I still have a signed book from Steve Jackson. Uh, it's the S- GURPS Grimoire. Because we th- we we actually have spells in it. We're in we're in the credits. Really? Yeah.
5: Because we made a bunch
0: of spells in this big long campaign that we ran. Really? Yeah. And and a lot of them got incorporated. Apportation cool. <laughs> was was his. <laughs> idea. Tele- no, teleport trace mm. was one of the ones I came up with because I kept getting pissed off at the that all the player characters would teleport away from bad guys when the fight started getting too bad. And Sorry. so I came up with a basically a reaction spell they could cast that would basically draw them from basically they would follow someone who had teleported them. And it was freaking really? hysterical the first time. Yeah. So if you teleport away from someone it's pretty if spooky. you're fighting a if you're fighting a mage, yeah. he can he can cast basically what's called a blocking spell, which is teleport trace, which teleports him. You would you will stay in direct relation with the guy you teleported away from.
4: Yeah.
0: But he's like if you were if like we're li- we're like this and, and I'm I'm about to yeah. attack you and you teleport away. Yeah. I can cast teleport trace instantly, and we're you know a quarter of a mile away, and but we're relationally yeah. we're still exactly in this position. And if you, ap- and if there's a if you happen to, to teleport yeah. next to a mountain,
2: and if you if he appears on a cliff,
0: well like, that too. <laughs> <laughs>
5: Or if you or if you teleport next to a
0: tree, it's like, mm, <laughs> so anyway, email from Oliver in California, or is it Olivier? Olivier in California might be Canadian. Uh, it says he's from California. Uh, <laughs> commence email of the first of what will be what will be like will likely be many. Jesus, it's going to be a rough night. Commence email so, the first
3: of what will likely be many. Salutations, douchebags. Jib has the live mic, by the way. He's Should I turn it down a little bit? Yeah, it's It's popping like crazy, and he, I can hear oh, every phones. breath and I mean, every I girl. know, I gave him a bad heart chunk because I, mean, the I a a hard turn cause could Let's hear the one glugging. One no, Jib can use the mic, you just need to bring it down. He's just, just really live. I'm going to yeah. figure out which one it is. Hold on.
4: I think
5: that's it's not annoying,
3: is it? At home? There
4: well, you. I don't know. It's now with with <laughs> Oh you
3: know, yeah, that was Yeah, it's yeah. Gonna, yeah be that better. should be better. So now I can actually put it in front of him. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> Sorry about out. that. Oh, that's a lot better. And the ambient noise went away too. Yeah, it was cranked oh. up all the way.
0: Oh, much better. Zachary was in here playing with the knobs and the so much better. preamps. Thank you. <laughs> so that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Yep. Salutations, juice bags. I found the saga of the Inukai last year. I'm so happy you guys have started up again, by the way, fucking fantastic actual play. And started in on the Main feed on the 12th of January. Oh, so we started listening to the actual... Okay. The re- nice. Yeah, starting. Yeah. I have finally, as of June 26th, finally finished my run through the entirety of your backlog. You have my condolences. Woo-hoo. Relevant medical bills are in the mail as insurance refuses to cover acts of stew. It depends <laughs> on your insurance company. Some of them will let you... It's <laughs> a blanket <laughs> policy. Before, oh, you can also uh, apply for federal aid. Uh, <clears throat> before the game, gaming material, and without too much detail, I want to say that I've had a kind of crap year so far, and having access to your seemingly endless, putrid, and semi solid stream of insightful comments and dick jokes has been absolutely fabulous
3: form of emotional relief. So, thank you all. Thank you very much. You're welcome. That's very nice. I, I would not recommend Happy Jacks as sort of a uh, as therapy. It, it's therapy. I wouldn't. However, do you need it
5: therapy?
0: It's,
3: ter- <laughs> it <laughs> is, it's Terrible therapy. Oh. Moving on. I've been playing
0: RPGs in various forms for about the last six years, mostly in the form of various iterations of AD thirty, yes, thirty homebrew that my younger brother came up with, but always as a player. Your podcast has given me the drive to get to the other side of the table. I feel like my brain is about to spill over with stories I want to help my friends tell. So, I would love to get your opinions on something. That's awesome, because that's why you started this podcast right. in the first place. It's Word. Word yep. up. How would you guys recommend modeling learning as a game mechanic? I asked because I would like to run an American Harry Potter esque magic school game, in a school that runs a Vegas casino stage show as their main source of funding. That's awesome. That's Harry Potter <laughs> in America with strippers. Yes, yeah. I'm, I'm not against it. Nope. Um, I want to give the players a feeling of ast- you know what? Set it in the 1960s, and it's fucking swank. Yeah. <laughs>
4: <laughs>
3: Black and everything. Oh
4: yeah. I, I don't know why I'm picturing Blackpool that got
5: thin ti- with
3: the thin ties. Uh, Afros. Come on, man. Uh, Big cars. Bell bottoms. Uh, platform stove. No, 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 <laughs> no. Come on. We're talking Vegas he, in the sixties.
0: Yeah. Oh, like rap, okay, the rat pack. That's yeah. right, man. Yeah. <laughs> talking swank. Seventies is when you get the bell bottoms and Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas and the Liz yeah. Thompson yeah. and the yeah. that's still Lizard I see. I was good with the whole Fear and Loathing
3: thing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> too much. Yeah, too much. Back country. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes.
0: Uh I want to give the players a feeling of slowly mastering spells or subjects. An example I've been mulling over comes from the Burp Call of Cthulhu percentile dice system that allows the player to increase his skill if they roll over their current skill level so that the improvement slowly becomes more difficult. What are your thoughts? Cheers, Oliver from California. Prodigal whale on the forum. P.S. Obligatory postscript. P.P.S. I missed Tappy. Where is he this day? Oh, just aim higher. You'll hit him. (laughs) (laughs) He's short. P.P.P.S. He's not short. He's average. Okay. To you, that's short.
4: He's got got super tall (laughs) boots. Really tall boots.
0: You know, he is a little short. You're right. I keep, I keep forgetting that he wears boots that have like, like four-inch heels. Boots.
4: Yeah,
5: they're
0: cool. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't share your love of fermented beverages. I encourage you to drink. Yes, I heard it's it. Right? He said it. Let's do it. Responsibly. <laughs> All right. Too late for that. What
2: well, so, does that have to do with anything? Yeah.
0: So? yeah. I kind of wanted to talk about this, because I mean a lot of game systems account for, in what they call character advancement, the ability to learn and to progress at things. You get character points in some games, or you get experience points. You can spend them on things. And you can gain skills and gain other powers. Yeah, it's powers an
3: abstract way
0: of <coughs> learning. It's, and the thing that's different from that and what you see in like the Harry Potter novels is that it's slow. Yeah. Uh, and in Harry Potter, they learn a spell and they go and they practice it and they, you know, keep turning like coffee mugs into or, or rats into coffee mugs with tails and or whatever until they finally end up getting
3: them right. Well Harry never does. Mm-hmm. It's Hermione and, and Fred and George. They get everything right and, and Harry just never can master he was anything. It's always kind of a crappy he was the whole fuck yeah. of I it. It always bother me about the movies, but let's not get into that. <laughs> but how would you in varying
0: systems and maybe we can kinda of touch on some different ones. How would you sort of emulate that sort of school kid progression learning things advancement that or the advancement becomes in uh, integral to the story as opposed to your character advances over the course of time because you've killed lots of monsters. Blah 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 blah. But where it's actually part of the story is is the fact that, that and your character concepts are that you are learning a bunch of stuff.
3: I, I'm of two minds about this. I want to answer his question. I want to find a, out a system for him to 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 use this to, to run this game in. Well, but, I don't know what it there's is a broader in. there's a broader question as well, which is about experience points and and how do you how do you justify? I suddenly know something I didn't know before. I, you know, like all la D&D. Suddenly you go up a level. Suddenly you have a whole bunch of spells just, that just suddenly come to your mind. Right. Or you suddenly know a new fighting technique you never knew before. Uh, but to answer his question specifically, I mean, I think he needs to come up with maybe a system that, that encourages learning, that encourages practice. Well, you're going to have to make it.
0: I don't think there is a game system out there that gives character advancement that it's going to be
3: fast enough to have the sort of feel that you get from the Harry Potter. Models. Well, I don't know if it needs to be fast, but he does need to give a lot of experience then. I was thinking things like a Legend, legend or RuneQuest, where it's a percentile sort of thing, and you end up no. putting points into certain things to, to, to bump them up. But he would have to... If you're in school, class would give you experience, right? right. That's kind of the yeah. thing. Is They're waving their wands, going, we're Gardium Leviosa, whatever, and, and they're practicing and practicing and practicing. Is that not give you... Experience points. So right. that you, does that not make you better at that skill? So it's a specific thing, right there. If he wants to put it in a school, you need to get experience for taking classes. Sure, and then are you gonna level you, really fast? Yeah. See, that's the thing. I, I mean, it depends.
0: Well, RuneQuest knows they don't have levels per mm-hmm. se, right? Mm-hmm. It, it's a skill based system. A lot of skill based systems don't have levels specifically. For well, then that that's a, that's why Legend,
3: mm-hmm. which is also, which is the right. gutted RuneQuest, came to my mind because uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of skills and not very many points to sort of spread around. And so leveling is very slow and you have a choice about what you want to go. Now, if you specifically you're playing Harry Potter you're going to be leveling up your magic stuff. You're going to be coming up with new spells and leveling up your magic power and leveling up your magic skills, and the rest of the skills are going to go away. Mm-hmm. You're, you're not going to be working on on archery. You're not going to be working on dagger, unless you want, right? And you have to justify that. That's why I was thinking maybe that kind of system would work. But you do need to shoehorn it into this school thing. You need to make... Like, each episode needs to be uh, a month or two in school, and then you need to give appropriate XP. You've got, um, in GURPS... I don't know I don't
0: think the new the fourth edition has it but in third I know it was there uh, if you spent a thousand hours studying a topic you gained an experience point in that skill right so if you study if you spent a thousand hours studying history outside of what the GM gives you an XP by spending that thousand hours you gain an, an one XP in that in the history skill
5: mm-hmm
3: and Traveler also has a way to learn skills as well. If you spend X amount of time studying, right. you can gain a skill as well. But uh, barring those two, and I, I'm not familiar with every game out there, but uh, a lot of them, you have to get experience points. You have to kill things or solve quests yeah. to get experience points in order to get up a level. You can't just study for them. I,
4: I would wonder also what sort of tone he's looking for. Mm-hmm. Um, because, you know, if you want... Characters to change more gradually and not be able to easily adjust their skill level, um, so that they become more powerful too quickly. Versus, do you want to allow them to? Because that would affect that too. Like, right. Um,
3: well, that, the Harry Potter universe has that interesting thing, which is a young kid could use the Cruciatus Curse uh-huh. if, if they yeah. learned it properly. Well, I mean, they, the, they, in one of the books, the guy says, "Oh, you gotta, you gotta mean it." Right. You've got to really want to use it for right. it to work. But it's y- not just saying the word. But they could use it. I right. mean, So, mm-hmm. conceivably, they can go toe-to-toe with a grown-up wizard. Now, the thing is, the grown-up wizard has a lot of other spells at their disposal that they've learned over the course of years. So, even though the young kid knows a, the killing word, you know, from Dune, if you want to use Maudib, he, he knows the... Maudib. Yeah, he know, <laughs> they know the killing word. They don't yeah. they don't know how to they don't have a teleport spell, they don't have a you know detect evil spell, they don't have any of the other things that would make that much more useful. Right. You know the, the, in the last
0: two or three books, I think it started in Half-Blood Prince. They started they they suddenly they hadn't met, she hadn't mentioned it in any of the previous books. They suddenly start talking about the fact that okay, now we're going to teach you how to cast spells while you keep your fucking mouth shut so you're not telegraphing what you're doing. Right. You're and like, that becomes what? a big thing okay. in the books that never gets touched on in the films mm-hmm. I mean you see it happen in the films but no one ever
1: talks about it all the groups
0: just wave their wands and, suddenly and stuff are happens right. shit happens you're like and what? what how
1: right. Bad? right.
3: right. And, and so maybe there's levels right. and there's
0: actually I mean there's a, there's a scene spoilers with, with, with Snape where Harry's trying to attack him and he's like you know what I'm going to be able to block everything in you do until you learn to keep your fucking mouth shut that's right <laughs>
4: i uh, uh tomes just brought up the thing that I was thinking of because uh, honestly like uh the world systems where you fail to mm-hmm. fail forward basically um is what I was thinking of, which is the opposite of if you you know if you roll over your skill level or something like that and you know, in life, they say sometimes you learn more when you're in a problematic situation or when you fail at something. Oh, hard. you totally so, learn more
3: failing. Yeah, it's like you wipe out on your bike without a helmet. You learn to wear your helmet.
4: So that's the, yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, absolutely. So I can kind of see uh, that being something to apply, and you know, it it growing more slowly if you're less successful. Right. It will grow more quickly. So, like a world game. I don't know if there's a Harry Potterish. Hack of that, but it would be really easy. You would just have to do playbooks. The, the other way people. you could
0: do it with, that wouldn't cause you to have to create a bunch of advancement mechanics is organize it in such a way. I mean, if you're using like a skill based system where you have points, start the start the you know the, the first chapter, the first book of the game, and say, okay, you have five experience points that you're going to get to spend on spells. During the the course of the next five or six sessions, mm-hmm. you can spend them as you wish. As time goes on, you don't have to spend them right away. You can spend them now, or you can spend them, or you can award points per session. And then after like that first sort of story arc is done, you tell everyone, okay, here's a bunch of experience. You care your characters are now second year students. We're gonna when we start the next game, it's gonna be the fall of the next year, and so the characters. Oh, uh, yeah. Get, get a little better the next year, and have a few extra points to sort of emulate uh-huh. advancement through the year. Uh-huh. And then the next year, you do the same
3: thing. Yeah. Everyone gets a bump, and now you're third year. So, um, I mean, you can do it that way. I wonder if you couldn't just do it on, like, each adventure is, a, you know, a week uh-huh. or a month well, in, the, in the in the year that you're in. Yeah. yeah. And,
4: and would you want to have any sort of randomizer so that there are some characters that advance more quickly, and some that a little slower, but not totally out of balance.
3: But I think I would actually run this game in Fate or Fae, so that it would be less, you would be less beholden to points, less beholden to experience, less beholden to uh, those abstractions than you would be trying to shoehorn any other sort of system. You know what I mean? Mm
4: Mm-hmm. Did, you said, uh, the Burning Mouse, uh, Mouse Guard...
3: The Bernie Mouse Guard. Yeah, <laughs> is that what you
4: call also it? Also, as like a
2: fail. <laughs> mouse uh, Guard. Uh, the only way you can can improve a skill is by failing at it. Yeah. It's the only way. It's the only way. Um, Which is a is one of the. I'm I'm not a fan of the system, but it's one of the things about the system that I actually do like. Is when you fail, you get better at something. So. Uh, kind of <coughs> yeah. like, kind of like. You
3: so know yourself off a cliff enough, you actually fly?
2: Assuming you survive <laughs> being <an athletic laughs> It's not the fall that kills you. Sure. It's the sudden it's stop at, at the end. At the
3: end so
0: yeah. uh, Rick, number seven. Uh,
4: the fate, fate Accelerated. I and
0: a few others have decided Fate Accelerated is good for Harry Potter. Instead of getting um, a better Levitate spell, you get better at the Approaches... You get better at, u- at using spells to solve things cleverly, flashy, quick, etc. That's true, yeah.
3: I, I think that that would be my system of <coughs> choice if I were running specifically a Magic-based game, whether it was Dresden, which is, oddly enough, a Fate-based game. Or, uh, yeah, Dresden yeah. Files?
1: Yeah, it is. Yeah.
2: Yeah, it's Fate, fate and the, or And or um, um, yeah. har- a Harry was Potter game. Oh, I was thinking Leverage. Sorry. Um, so Cortex. Cortex. Cortex.
3: That's leverage, but... Isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was being stupid. So that... I mean, that's... To solve his problem, I would run it in fate. And then you wouldn't have to worry about these these pesky levels and, and such, because people will be... World. What?
4: <laughs> the wor- a world game. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Now, in the broader sense, this question does bring up a lot of things. I mean, and we, maybe we've touched on some of it, but I'm... The whole leveling and XP thing is an abstraction that came out of D and D, and a lot of games and even MMOs have have copied it and used it. When you, I'm playing one today, you know, or that you MMO or even just a, an RPG that you're, you you, hit, you gain a level, suddenly a big lights come up, <coughs> bells happen, you get a bunch of points, yeah. and you get to now now get to set, spend your point pool, and that's. I don't even think about it anymore. But it's an abstraction, and it's a leftover from D&D. And sure. it's, it's what we all are used to, which is, ding, you've just gained a level, and you get a whole bunch of new points for no reason whatsoever, and a whole bunch of new skills that you suddenly now know how to use. Right. And we're all used to that. Mm-hmm. And it yeah. bothers a lot of us. And how do you, how do you mitigate that? Don't play D&D. But well, okay. Like groups, which has been around <laughs> since
0: the 1980s, and it doesn't use that. Done. <laughs> <laughs> or hero. Champion, or same hero. thing. You're right. I mean, there a lot of games uh traveler doesn't have levels no i mean most of the quote-unquote skill-based games one of the things that distinguishes them from uh, uh, other games is the fact that your your character's abilities are reflected by what your skill levels are are at absolutely which Mm -hmm. i think is a more more emulates reality than a level because level is just kind of a weird gamey thing
2: Well, levels have always been an abstract to rank characters. Right. Um, And uh, Savage Worlds, for example, has character ranks, but they do not dictate what abilities or skills or uh, edges that character has, only how many of them. Mm
5: Mm-hmm.
3: Savage and, Worlds is an interesting hybrid of that because you can start spending your points to increase damage, increase range, increase. But you're not. You don't suddenly gain a whole new set of abilities. It, well, you could, I suppose, if you you can justify buying a new a new point or a new it, power. It's, but
2: it's actually very costly to it, buy an entirely new skill in Savage Worlds after Care Gen.
3: It is. But you have to pay twice, don't you? You have to pay double. Right. So. I mean that's a that, it's a it's an interesting choice. You could certainly do a Harry Potter in, in a savage world. Uh, it,
2: you could pick from I think three or four different savagings of Harry, Harry Potter. Potter. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they're they're readily available and um, have I haven't used one because I'm not that big a fan of the Harry Potter universe. But um, at a glance over them, you get very different flavorings depending on what you're after. Sure. Um, you know, Harry Potter would be easy to do in Savage Worlds.
3: Um, Looking forward to that someday. Dresden too. i I would love to play
0: Dresden. Yeah. See, I
2: see. You could do Dresden in Savage Worlds super, super easy. Um, you know, the
0: thing I would want from a a, a, a Dresden Files game uh-huh. is that sort of wide open, very tool kitty magic. That Dresden uses
2: setting rule. Yeah, all it takes is a setting rule. And the nice there thing, needs a, the, and the oh, nice thing or, about
0: or 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 a magic system that
3: supports well, uh, but the nice thing about Savage Worlds first Dresden is that you rule. can start spending bennies to like ride a dinosaur in on and and the more the more flamboyant it is, the more points you get, and the be- that's the more your spells are going to succeed. You take a chance on something, spend a Benny. I could easily see Dresden doing in Savage Worlds really really well. I'm not buying it. I'm not buying yeah. it
0: and and the i mean the whole like meta magic thing between other mages and stuff interfering with each other and things like that there's a lot of house ruling you have to do to do that i don't know <coughs> if there is a good magic system out there that could emulate what i mean w- I, we've talked about the fact that dresden might be based on white wolf yeah mage I, I have not read mage but i have been told by people that mage is a incredibly flexible magic system right maybe that, I would, but I would have to look at it I don't know
3: but the no, mage did, has been tweaked about it. there's mage the ascension and mage there's just straight the mage farting. I think and then there's mage Ma- the, mage the, the farting mage the uh, <laughs> pocket <That> was the, <laughs> I the most recent one yeah I think. <laughs> they both start with A mage the ascension and mage the uh, Alaskan and yeah something
4: <laughs> see Will uh, I asked Will I said you'd run a Dresden game for a uh, student stork and he said yeah okay All see right. there you got an expert
0: there we go I would totally be done with that. I, I would, would totally. Been, I'd, on, I'd on love to be in yeah. really a licensed game. Set set far away from Chicago. Yeah.
4: There was a uh, Dresden L A. Larp.
0: <laughs> Do it
4: at GameX. Oh, was there really? Yeah, because they're they're coming out with a system, so it was being placed tested. Now, by is a, it is it's actually a li- it's
0: a licensed? Yes. Is it going to be based on Fate?
4: Uh, yeah. It is. It is Fate ish, but it it's its own thing. It's
0: a Fate Larp kind of sort of, but sort of like how. Champions as a LARP which isn't hero.
4: Yeah, that probably then, because yeah, it sounds like it might have pieces of that, but they left all the paperwork in in my hotel room so I was looking at it.
3: (laughs) 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 Sneaky sneaky.
4: Well I could have played it so it wasn't like (laughs) it was completely off the books.
0: But um Someone, let me, go, go, go ahead, I'm sorry.
3: I was going to say, another game I'd like to play, which is basically Harry Dressing would be Constantine. You know, you'd, you'd be able to play, remember the terrible Keanu Reeves movie? Um, but more than that, it was a better comic book. I and actually there's kind of avoid, avoid terrible Keanu Reeves movies. <laughs> They're all terrible, really? so you haven't seen a one, have you? Point
4: Break. Point Break is amazing. Matrix. Wow. Matrix was amazing. awesome.
3: Well, one of them was. Right, yeah. <laughs> the Matrix. <laughs> there's, two, there, there's two more? What do
0: you th- What?
3: I never never saw them.
0: I saw the second one with very high hopes. And I think that I saw the third one on on cable. Yeah.
4: I never saw them. Any of them? I'm a broken nerd, yeah, because I don't have... I've never seen the Matrix. Matrix is phenomenal. No, I've heard that.
2: Matrix itself is a good show.
3: Yeah, go watch that. and then Just just like Um, Star Wars, there's only three of them.
4: Will Will says in the chat room that Dresden's magic system traces its spiritual DNA to White Wolf Mage. Oh, so you indeed are correct.
0: All right. Um, Rick number seven. Again, this is kind of getting back to what we were originally talking about with D&D 5e. It looks like uh, Paizo might be picking a fight with D&D 5e. They announced Pathfinder Unchained. An alternate Pathfinder rules set with redone classes and fast, low math rules, ignoring backwards compatibility with 3.5. What? Are any Pathfinder people want to play that game?
4: Yeah, I
0: don't know. Because <sighs> that's... I mean, Pathfinder's scratching an itch that 4th edition wasn't going to scratch.
4: And it's got big roots in certain parts of the country. And,
3: and like it, sure. isn't, it isn't broken. Why fix it, right? People yeah. love it enough. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I maybe, don't know.
4: Maybe they're scared their market share going to... Their new Coke.
3: Ma- oh,
0: maybe. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, oh yeah, I get it. it right. They changed Unchanged. the formula. Changed. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're, they're adding it for, uh, for shelf space at the game store. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Because you know, that, that New Coke went
2: so well for them. That right the thi-
0: well, that was the theory behind why they came out right. with New Coke from the very beginning, was to gain shelf space.
4: Oh. It well, New Coke was only New Coke for... We just saw this ridiculous thing on the Discovery Channel mm-hmm. or something. that, But within, I don't know, it was like just a months, few months, there yeah. was Six so much yeah. Coke fan backlash that they had to put
0: classic Coke, Coke, Coke and back classic on the Coke. shelves. Yeah. Yeah. And
4: then they gained the shelf space. And
0: that suddenly... They and have then, twice as much space Tab, on the shelf.
4: So
3: and that pushed Pearl Pepsi out. To the <laughs> Pepsi and Tab and RC. RC Royal Crown, Ro- baby. RC was the best. That's still, still the <laughs>
2: leading <laughs> cola in some parts of the country. Is it really? Yeah.
0: yeah. Who is? RC. RC. Royal Crown. Oh, I
4: was going to say, I remember RC. It, it's a Friday night
2: to have an RC and a Moon Pie. Now,
4: well,
0: S- we'll, we'll say, say Crystal I'll Pepsi. Say. RC and 7-Up are the same company now, aren't they? I
2: don't know. 7-Up's a Pepsi label. No, it isn't. I thought it was.
0: No, I know that for a fact
3: because Let's of what look. I do for a living. The
2: internet swells us
0: <laughs>
3: Because of customers? You do? <laughs> yeah, I think it.
4: RC Cola.
3: They might have the same bottlers, but they may not be the same. RC you know, Cola. Pepsi's Newburn.
0: Cola International anyway, Bottlers. Have we answered
3: all the questions, they, though?
0: Yes, we did. <laughs> um, uh, wait, you know? I should ask Steve Jackson where he gets his ideas. Yeah? <laughs> <laughs> How's that going to work out? It. <laughs> There's a server in. Mm-hmm. says I don't recall if I originally heard that from Happy Jacks or for the boot but ha 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 that was us yeah that oh, was us. Yeah. it fact, was actually me was Actually asking actually, his
3: stupid question. yeah just a softball question to get Steve Jackson talking about well, don't ask Steve is. Jackson softball apparently questions not. there's the answer there yeah <laughs> that's what that one learn <laughs> that one uh, alright
4: R- RC is cot beverages cot beverage c-o-t-t do whoever
0: that heard, that heard of
4: them, them. not me
3: uh, email from Stanley who would like to read Stanley's I'll email I'll do Stanley Cool. Dear fuck, dear fuckos. Fucko the, That's gonna be my clown name. Fucko <laughs> the clown. I suddenly fuck up the right in for no discernible reason. There is a trend in RPG character statistics upon which I strongly sense a lack of comment. Okay. What? Oh, he, he.
0: I'm gonna guess this guy hasn't listened to the, like, the first three seasons of the show, but okay. we can talk about this anyway because right. it's worth talking
3: about. Uh, there's RPG character statistics upon which I strongly sense a lack of comment. Gosh, Though it is nearly as old as RPGs, if a tree falls in the forest and there's not a soul there to witness it, Ultra. then who really gives a shit? I have heard that in some games. A physical attribute can become an uber statistic in combat. If it is used to calculate multiple types of advantages, there can be far more incentive to raise one stat for cheap combat optimization. I believe there are games that base likelihood to hit as well as to be hit in combat upon the same score. Sometimes going as far as to base movement rates on it as well. And perhaps some other things I haven't thought of or being supposed to. If anybody at this point wants to make an observation about uh, that this issue is actually as old as RPGs, please set aside a moment to allow the fool to be mistaken. Uh, That's
0: been around for a long time. GURPS? Yeah. One of the criticisms of GURPS was that DEX was an uber stat. Uh, All of your Uh physical-based skills are based on it. It's one of the two stats that you use to, to determine move. Um so, and, and all your physical skills are your combat skills. Uh, dex is, and your move determines what your dodge, what your active defenses, or, or your dodge is. And also, since shield is a physical skill, uh, whether you can use a shield also is dependent on your dex as well. So, if you were going to make a fighty character, dex is one of those things where you're going to bump up right away. In fact, in 4th edition GURPS, um, they went from charging. They used to have this sliding scale on what you would pay for stats. And there's four stats in GURPS. Mm-hmm. And you would p- use that same sliding scale for all of them. <clears throat> in the new edition, uh, strength and health, you pay 10 points per level. Yeah. And you pay 20 points per level yes. for in, for intelligence and, and dex. Because those are also both of the stats that almost all of your skills are based on. Yeah. So GURPS was definitely one of those, one of those systems that dex was important, and it was also important to mages, because when you were a mage, you cast a spell. If it's a missile spell, you had to be able to connect. You, had, you used to have to take the throwing skill back in the day. Really? And, yes, and well, so... And it c- affects your oh. armor class, and as a mage,
3: you wanted high yeah. high dex so you could jump out of the way of stuff.
0: Well, it, it, yeah, it, it affects your, your dodge. Yeah. Your dodge is based on your move, which is determined by your dex and your health. I would,
3: I would also say that there are games out there that... <laughs> Feats and such are also uh, can be. I'm going to say min maxed. Or sure. know, there are certain things out there that if you know what to pick, you can actually the right combination. The right combination stuff. can make So it, It's not. It's not solely just skills. It's no. not solely just stats. It, it it can be skills. That's what I'm saying. Um, so let's let, in the broader sense in RPGs, if you want to find loopholes, if you want to find ways to, to game a system, there's it's more than just stats. It's more than just looking at. Um, one specific thing. I think if you want to min max it, there's a lot of ways to do it, and each game has its own way to do it.
0: Yeah, because that's what he's talking about. One of the things I did with Moment of Truth is because there's agility instead of dex. I, I split it up so that like when 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 your, your your derived stat that you use for melee combats to hit is like strength and agility, but if you are going to use a missile weapon, it's perception and agility. So that sort of kind of spreads out a little bit. Mm-hmm. And, it, it, I, I mean, I don't know if it's a, as much of an issue today as it was way back when. It is. There's it still been mess with, with, so? with what?
2: Depends on the game system. Totally. Uh, some game systems are worse about it than others.
0: Because, I mean, like, D20 ones, the, the, it, you just get the, the DM, right, from, from your high stat.
2: And yes, yes. If you're still dealing but with skills. For example, specific- in Pathfinder, uh
0: huh,
2: most skills, <laughs> decks are int. Okay, right. So you I can that- so and, and it's pretty much a uniform thing with most game systems that if you raise an attribute, you impact all of the skills that are uh, associated with it right. and all of the things that are associated with it. So in GURPS. If you raise your decks, you've spent a bunch for it, well, but it, yeah. you raised everything to do with, with fighting except damage. Sure. And you raised all mm-hmm. of your decks based skills, anything like stealth or anything mm-hmm. along those lines. And the same is true in Pathfinder, the same is true in Hero, the same is true in Savage Worlds. Right. The only and GURPS. one the Yeah, any GURPs. The only game system that leaps to mind where that is patently untrue? Fate. Yeah. No. Yeah.
3: There might be some others as well, but I'm uh, sure there if are. If you're others. determined to min max something, you could find a way to do it.
2: Whether you're uh, doing Savage it for stats Worlds? or skills. Oh, it's totally true in Savage Worlds. It is. If you raise a stat, you get an increase on Well, no, no. Your if you raise a stat, you don't get an immediate bump in all skills, but um, where it impacts skills is you're, the if cost. you have a D8 in something, right? And in the attribute, and you want to go to a D10, it's double tu- the cost. Okay. So that it do- There is an impact. It's uh, uh, not as three. immediate, yeah. right? A, a ramification. Okay. All right. Now, and it's going to be hugely impactive in any... Hugely impactive in any dice pool game.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: Absolutely.
2: Where, you know, you raise an attribute, you add a die to that attribute, you just raised everything to do with that. Yeah. Immediately. So.
3: Good note for L5R. Continue. Continuing, it says. If we <laughs> examine the extreme case, we see... Well, L5R is
0: a special case, though.
3: It is. Actually, no. You, if you raise a ring...
0: That's an extra keep die. Yes. That's huge. It is. Yeah. yeah.
3: If we examine the extreme case, we see at least three distinct aptitudes. Yes. Tied, aptitudes tied to one stat. Awkward, but that can be fine depending on where the rest of the system falls. An argument can be made that a person more effective in moving his or her body can gain advantages to all these tasks over a person less apt. I believe this is in opposite of inept if you are still looking for it apt is the opposite of inept. Okay. It Not apt. What? Okay. Uh, some <coughs> systems like GURPS create a <coughs> distinction between the sub of its dexterity stat by layering skills, advantages, and disadvantages on top, so to speak. In this way, a character needn't have the same success chance for different real-life activities. It right. feels a bit like sort of a patch to simulate having a staff for both dexterity slash coordination fine motor function and or for agility slash reflexes, of course, gross motor function, I've encountered a few games that arrange stats in this way, and I wonder if it seems as nitpicky to folks as splitting strength into upper and lower body. Well, take a fucking drink. All right. Exactly. I hope to enjoy hearing your thoughts on this thing, about whether and why talented acrobats should, in general, be deadly marksmen and possible champion sprinters. Next time, character stats, who really even needs them? Stanley. I mean, th-
0: there's different ways you can look at that. GURPS does take the thing where you have four stats, because GURPS was always, has always wanted to be a, a system that's fairly easy to learn. Right? Yeah. And the fewer stats you have, the less cumbersome that <clears> character <throat> sheet is going to look to a, a, a new player.
3: But what GURPS does... Yeah, I'm laughing to that, hero,
0: think hero. Her- Well, think of Hero.
3: Well,
2: how, how many, many stats does Hero have? Nine? nine the stats aren't... Let's nine a, base stats right. and um, several... Peripheral and that is, into,
3: but but you know, here's here's your little stat block for Ingrups, and then there's the skill list, and you yeah. right, The skill list is all the stuff you can do. Yeah. But I mean, is but what what
0: they ended up doing is they started coming up with ads or disads that you can use to buy and change those stats in specific situations. I think I kind of prefer that to having a laundry list of stats it's just a personal preference but yeah. i mean if you think of like intelligence in gurps is all of your mental skills are based on that your mm-hmm. ability, it's also your perception yeah right yeah. but you can you can go in and buy an advantage or disadvantage to increase the awareness mm-hmm. is the thing to increase to, to give you a bonus to your intelligence, to your perception role, or you can say you have good vision um, or bad vision. Or, I mean, y- you can... You
4: can just with even put, like, five points into perception, can't you? Like,
0: yeah. Uh, I think yeah, you can. Well, yeah, in it, it the new... Be, it, used be, it used to be called awareness.
2: Okay. You would
0: buy mm-hmm. awareness and it would increase any perception-based role right. on your intelligence.
2: Okay. couple of things. One, um, let's take two... Forgetting game systems for a second, let's take two real world things. Okay, mm-hmm. the ability to move an inanimate object with physical power. Mm-hmm. Okay, this requires what? Strength. 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 Right. Uh, or the or, or mass. leverage. Yeah. Or leverage. But <laughs> we assume that we don't have leverage. Yeah, we assume okay. we're using we're using main strength. Well, okay. oh, there's mass okay. as well. Okay. Depending and on, lifting, let's say. Yeah. Lifting and the uh, without mechanical aid. Sure. And the ability to do phys- to physically hurt someone if you hit them. Right. Okay, Both of these things are based on strength. Mm-hmm. If I spend the time and effort to work out in the gym every day and make myself stronger, I am going to be better at those two things. I absolutely I can agree. also get better at either one of those things by applying my efforts to learning how to do that thing better.
0: Almost like you bought up a skill.
2: Almost like you bought up a skill. <laughs> yeah. So, in this way, um, the changing an attribute affecting other things makes sense. Mm-hmm. Okay? What I like about hero, for example, is if I... We'll, we'll take a, a a basic skill. Weapon familiarity. Mm-hmm. This is how you basically learn how to use weapons to do stuff. If I buy weapons familiarity for a group of weapons,
5: mm-hmm.
2: okay? It costs me an amount of points. Right. Character points to do that. However, if I say all I want to know how to do is use two or th- two weapons inside that group, a saber and a rapier. Right. That's right. it. I don't care if I'm, I don't want to know how to use a, a greatsword. Mm-hmm. I don't want to know how to use a broadsword. I just want to know how to use a rapier. That's it. Right. Period. Cost me less. Absolutely. And and it should. Mhm. Because I don't gain that benefit if I'm using a greatsword. Right. Okay? Um, Everything we do, and I've said this before, but everything we do in every game system is an abstraction of something of some variety. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And while I don't disagree philosophically with what he's saying, it rapidly becomes very cumbersome to work with. Very... Time-consuming and cumbersome to make a character and work through all the fiddly little details about, you know, what sub-attribute applies to this thing. And
3: I've been sitting waiting for you to finish. Just saying, I'm just not OCD enough to subdivide charisma into five different categories. You know what? The the interesting point he brings up here, I think,
0: is we take a system like Hero with nine attributes. Mm -hmm. How many attributes affect? agility or grace or dexterity or manual dexterity one one yeah. yet they still right. subdivided everything else about a person into eight different categories but all of that other stuff yeah. is one right i mean can't you combine some of the other things and make them more abstract and then say okay your ability to work on watches is not related to your ability to swing a sword yeah
3: I think that's or the thing. Shoot. I think people I think if you have if you're very O C D and you really need a reason like charisma, like well there's your speaking voice, which is much worse charisma, and then your appearance, which is much more you know, and then sure. so, so because all of these things can are part of your charisma. if you really need to subdivide it that way. Now I think charisma because it's an, ob- an obscure thing. But think about it. What makes somebody charming? Uh, you could be a, a fat ugly man and you have a really sonorous voice and you, right. that, that could up your charisma. Or you could just be really eloquent. You could also be very eloquent. So if you were OCD enough to like take stats and break them down, at some point it gets way too cumbersome to, have to I, deal with all the fiddly bits, as you were saying.
2: I, and and if if doing that works for, for him, for the games that he's running or playing in, rock on. More power to you. Good right. on you. Um I don't find that in the games that I run, I need that level of detail. I understand
0: I understand why you could, and I don't think it would cause an, a huge amount of complexity, to be able to break up agility or dexterity mm-hmm. or whatever you call it into two. Well, L5R kind of yeah. does that. L5R breaks everything into f- f- four. Four. 'Cause it, yes. there's there's basically there's a physical, mental, and sort of a spiritual stat and for each of the four things. Right. right. Uh, it
5: kinda
0: and of, in, in, in some but in some ways L five R almost has too many stats.
3: Well it's like wait a second, the, is this awareness or perception? Right. And what's really the difference? And and Right, and, and <laughs> right. At, what, at what point are we just splitting hairs? Right? right. It, it, yeah. Is it really needed? Is it? Re- if you're a completist or have OCD and you need to have it, then do it. They by did all means. but and and L five R did it for it. symmetry. Uh, yes, because they wanted to have three stats based and on uh, each. I element. think the reason the stats are the way they are is to streamline it and keep things simple. I mean, and certainly you can it's break it down. It is.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it is. But I, I, I it just it, it kills me because I mean. I, I think Hero is a, a wonderful game, but even after five, six editions of Hero, mm-hmm. and all of the different attribute, di- different stats, and all of the derived
3: stats, there's still only dexterity. <laughs> and, and let's yeah. face it, it: somebody who's trained in martial arts can kick the ass out of a weightlifter. But, but, but you know what?
0: And the guy who's a trained martial arts master probably can't fix
3: my fucking watch. You're right. <laughs> Even though his dex is really high, yeah. and therein lies the flaw, because as Jib said, it's all an abstraction. I mean, they're just yeah. trying to streamline it for
5: sure.
3: But I, 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 well, I, I, I do understand his consternation because I, I do. That wouldn't be
0: difficult to, to, to fix. No, I didn't. Although it, it does bring up some interesting questions because if you have manual dexterity and. Gross dexterity, let's sure. Say. Mm-hmm. Small motor skills and large motor skills. What do you use when you're shooting someone?
4: Well, see, that's what I was going to say. Because yeah.
0: it's a combination of yeah. both. It is being able to move the weapon quickly right. and accurately to line it on, yeah. but then yeah. to get your good sight picture is and an have, an have steady a steady hand. Different, different skill. It's, Having yeah. a steady well, hand I, I can. I, I
2: can actually. I. It's not had a thought about okay. that one, and that is that gross motor skill would impact your initiative. Oh, okay. Fine right. motor skill would, impa- that. would impact your actual shooting skill. That makes a lot of sense. Okay. that makes a lot of sense. I mean, I, if I was going to go down that path, that's how I would do it. The thing that would concern me would be the permutations that would, would arise arise sure. as a result yeah, of that. Absolutely. Years I ago, s- I played for a very brief time a game called Harn, H A R N, and it had like. A whole page that was really that was nothing but attributes and derived attributes, and you could apply points to gross attributes, and then they applied some fraction of them applied to the sub attributes, and you could apply points to the sub attributes. At least that's how <sighs> I'm remembering it. And I
3: so comment, you would spend all day looking at your attributes, trying to figure out what applied.
2: Yeah. <laughs> and at least that's the way it seemed to me. And, and maybe I'm misremembering. Like I said, I only played the game for a brief amount of time, and if someone's out there and they've played the game a lot and I'm misremembering, I apologize. Um, but what I remember is that I found the game to be very cumbersome to work with. Um, yeah, and, and that's something I think that we... Um, yeah, you know, we, because we have lengthy discussions about things like immersion and player agency and things along... And I think at some point we need to remember that we are playing a fucking game. Right. And the game itself must be playable.
3: Right. Mm-hmm.
2: You know, because We shouldn't be
3: in service to the game. The game right. should be in service I, to and us. And that,
2: that right there is something I have said since... Early on in my my years as a gamer, and that is that the rules, whatever they are, serve the role play, not vice versa.
3: Right. And I think people get lost in that sometimes. They they get so caught up in, like, well, this is what's written in the book, so therefore it must be gospel.
2: Right. Or they get so caught up in the role play that they want to forget about the rules. Oh, okay, if that's what works for your game, rock on. But at some point in any game system... Doesn't matter what you're playing, whether you're playing, you know, hero or GURPS or Fate or Savage Worlds or, or Pathfinder or whatever. At some point, you have to think about the fact that you're playing a game, and you make decisions and you make calls based on the fact that you're playing a game. Yep. You know, you pick spells, you pick feats, you pick what feat you're going to apply. Use how do I apply this skill at this point at this moment? You know, it's what 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 gets factored in there. You, know, you have to think about those things at some point. And the reason I bring that up is the game itself must be playable. The mechanic must be something that can be managed in a timely fashion.
3: Which is why we don't have 30 different categories of decks. There are all games.
0: kinds of hero system fans disagreeing with you right now. Oh yeah? <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding.
2: Um, <laughs> whole bag of that they can
0: have. <laughs> Yeah. Oh look! My daughter sent me an email. Hi, pops.
4: Can we have ice cream? <laughs>
0: <laughs> dogs on fire! What do we do? <coughs> hey, all the dog.
2: I the know. dog's hair which, fell
0: out. Qu- important question: Which dog? Yeah, <laughs> right.
4: Aww. 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 Did, you, did you have questions on the G
0: <clears throat> No, there aren't any. I, I I just realized there's only four emails in the list. Yeah. So I'm going to go into the backlog of emails real quick okay. and read an email off of cool. my. My email list. Mm-hmm. All right.
2: Nice. Do wanna, Gina, do you want to read the next one, or do we want to do... So we, so let me just interject? insert... Sure. I'll just insert one here. Ooh, it's going to be a surprise see. Inserted surprise Let's see. Surprise be, let's see emails. Should, I, should
0: I pick a recent one? Let's see what I got here. Uh, the most Mark recent urgent one of all times. Be,
2: How many have you got? How many emails do I have? How many emails we got? Like, 40. Oh, my God. Roll a D20. Pick one. <laughs> this is a gaming one. podcast, man! I don't have any, I
0: don't have any dice That's, in here. That's
4: almost a fucking percentile by 40 emails.
0: Okay, uh, you was your, your dice roller ring? Yeah, I have
4: one
0: on my oh, phone. You know there. what? Let, let, let me read Carson's here because okay. he, Carson who is was this in, Carson
4: from Germany.
0: No, this is Carson uh, who was in the Gerps uh, online game I ran. Oh, cool.
4: Okay.
0: Dear Jackers, actually, this is not quite accurate. Dear Stew, oh, <laughs> Dear Stew, Stork, Gina, and Jeb of season twelve, episode seven. Thank you not a me. lot, but not. No, Jeb, That's Jeb,
5: not, Jeb, not, not Jeb. 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 Jeb
2: is smarter and better looking than me. <laughs>
4: yes, I mean, okay.
2: Whoa! <laughs> Thank you a lot.
3: <laughs> You're can you, helping. Can you please rush on the email before these guys start fighting. <laughs>
0: <Okay>. You're <laughs> helping me a lot, literally. As I write this, you are helping me, and probably not how you expect. Expect. Let me explain. I'm currently traveling in Nicaragua. I am alone at the moment, alone after making the poor, novice traveler choice of having fried fish and what was, in hindsight, probably unpurified water. Oh,
5: ew. Ew.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Do you have a toilet flush sound in there? Because that's going to be more appropriate. Uh, I, I've got a pig. Uh, yep.
4: He's got probably different <laughs> I got a assorted monkey. farty noises.
0: Uh, oh, I he's know. got a
2: dysentery.
4: Yeah.
5: Is that a dysentery?
0: <laughs> Oh, wait, wait. Oh, no. Oh, where is it? I've got, that's, I've got that. Or <laughs> <laughs> that's as closest as I get oh, to dysentery. Why does it me laugh? <laughs> It just
4: does.
0: All right. Uh, what's this one? <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, I have... I, I've had to cast my current experience in a good light. I would say I am undeniably aware of my corporeal existence. But... <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. Please kill me now.
2: (laughs) Just (laughs) let me die here.
0: But I don't have to cast it in a good like because this is Happy Jack's RPG Podcast. I can be honest. I have major vomits a lot. This corporeal sickness is thought, rousing a homesickness.
4: I thought he was vomiting out
0: his butt. Well, <laughs> that's and what probably, I which
3: is the worst <laughs> feeling ever? When you actually have... Um, there it is, <laughs> there it that's is it. it. <laughs> it's the explosive poops. When you when you have to go on both ends, I've had that yeah. happen, like I, you, and you can't decide which which is going to go. First. Which one is going to go that's on the toilet? Grab, grab I once got food hand. poisoning,
2: <laughs> and all I can say is it was really good thing that I could sit on the toilet and lean over the bathtub at was, the same time. Uh, <laughs> that's all oh I can say. Had that
3: happen to there's a choice. There's a definite choice. A tasty
5: barger. No. A tasty burger. No. <laughs> a
3: tasty burger.
5: <laughs> or a fish. <laughs> uh,
3: this corporeal
0: uh, sickness is rousing a homesickness. But wow. I am not home. And I can't call home. And I can't Skype home because there's no internet in this hotel. I will have internet tomorrow when I will actually hit send. And I want friends or family, or at least television programs i can understand i speak a little <laughs> spanish but not as fast as on tv all i have is my computer and what's on my computer lots of episodes of happy jack <laughs> as everyone knows listening to happy jacks is like talking with friends so i'm listening to happy jacks while lying in a fetal position on the floor Aww. you're helping me escape the nausea and vomiting by talking about our escapist hobby i really appreciate it so in between bouts of vomit, I decided to write this thank you. So thank you a lot, many oh. times over. Yours in gaming and food poisoning, Carson. <laughs> Zoom farg on the forums. Oh. And now back
5: That's to the so fetal sweet. position.
3: <laughs> I would like to say, Carson, first of all, um, uh, perhaps you should visit a country where you can speak the language and the food and the water wow, is more sterilized. Like go, to, go to Denmark or something. Den- <laughs> Denmark has a hot president, And they have hot women. Yeah. <laughs> they and they don't believe in bras. It's awesome. What? Yeah, they're all six feet
0: tall. So, right? You know, he wrote another email the same day. Should I read it real quick? Yeah. Sure. Sure. Uh, a note on not spending bennies or Mott's. That's moments of truth. Dear Jackers, yes, I did write in, I did just write in, sorry. I had an idea based on season 12, episode 7, and reviewing the moment of truth section on the forum, and I thought I might, it might be a useful juncture Feel free to edit as necessary. Whoopsie, we didn't even pre-read. <laughs> uh, a, a listener wrote in complaining that players in Savage Worlds games <coughs> won't use bennies, and Stu has noticed that people tend to not spend moments of truth in mm-hmm. moment of truth. Right.
3: This is uh, this harkens back yeah. to
0: uh, two Jeb. episodes ago or so. Yeah, yeah. when we were yeah, talking that, about that people hoarding it. their bennies well, and not spending them. Right. Yeah. Jeb suggested that the GMs put the players in situations where they, if they don't use them, they die. This might work. However, I fear it will backfire. You get wandering damage. Spend a Benny to live. (laughs) As the the listener wrote, his players refused to use bennies in the fight, got hurt, and are now too afraid to pursue more fights. Wouldn't this, in effect, be worsened if the character dies? I have an alternative idea. It's based on the principle of operant conditioning, which I recently learned about in an introduction, introductory <laughs> psychology class while I had dysentery. I, I added that. <laughs> um, so, so I'm obviously an expert. Here's, uh, so I'm obviously an expert. Here's the principle. Under a classical AK Pavlovian conditioning, which trains an involuntary response... <laughs> <laughs>
3: Sorry, I heard the bell. I,
1: <laughs>
2: Sorry, I'm salivating. I don't, I don't know
3: yeah. why whenever that happens, I
2: have I, I start sectioned. salivating every time. I can't help it. I don't Me know either.
1: why. Involuntary response.
0: Example drooling. Based on a natural neutral stimulus. Example, a bell. <laughs> <laughs> what? Operant condition is training which increases or decreases the occurrence of the voluntary of a voluntary action, like spending a moment of truth, the charge, the the, char, the change in voluntary behavior occurs based on rewards and punishment, which increase or decrease the likelihood of the voluntary action, respectively. There are two types of both rewards and punishments: positive and negative. Positive adds something; negative subtracts something. Thus. Positive rewards add something good, while negative punishments take away something bad. Positive punishments add something bad, while negative punishments take away something good. Here, is in it, here are some examples. Positive rewards that add something pleasurable. A player spends a moment of truth, receives a 3d6 bonus. Player enjoys the effects of the bonus, and is now more likely to obtain spend moments of truth in the future. Negative reward takes away something bad. Player spends a Benny to soak damage, damage disappears, and the players enjoy surviving. Player is now more likely to take risks and spend bennies in the future. Positive punishment adds something bad. Player does not use a, a moment of truth to activate the strength, big brass ones, to avoid a fear, and is frightened to insanity by the horrific thing. Psycholo- psychological damage is added, and the player is more likely to spend a moment of truth in the future, but probably only to save his ass. Negative punishment takes away something good. Player does not spend moment of truth, and Jeb is the GM, so the horrific thing dismembers the character. Those are your four choices. Uh,
5: the player <laughs> l-
0: The player loses his character and will be more likely to spend moments of truth if he doesn't rage quit. Punishments seem straightforward to the GM, as Jeb said, uh, use them or die. However, if you do die or go insane, etc., the player only learned to hoard Benny's moments of truth to to save themselves, and they'll ignore the other cool ways to use them. As the listener said, the players wouldn't even spend Benny's on auto-fucking successes and expect it's because they're afraid they'll be too vulnerable without them. The auto fucking success is a positive reward, but the poor, but it was poorly timed. The player, the players are already scared. What I recommend doing, generally, and perhaps for even, even for listeners with the with frightened players, is to create some sort of obvious reward for using them without endangering them. Imagine the treasure hunting uh, moment of truth game, while the hunter. While hunting the treasure of a legendary pirate, um, Ruffle Cuff Kane, the players that navigate stormy waters and traverse a treacherous uh, tropical island filled with booby traps and poisonous animals. <laughs> booby
3: traps. Booby traps.
0: They find themselves. Oh wait. <laughs> 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 they find themselves following a river to a cave. They descend. They find themselves in a great cavern. A crack in the roof of the cavern lead, lets in the dim ray of, of sun which falls atop a grand pedestal. Atop? A treasure chest. A positive reward. But it's far out of reach. The pedestal is wide and tall to climb. Mush, the crew's cook, spends a moment of truth to activate his strength. It wasn't a secret, was it? Which he usually... Uh, uses for gossip with the crew, but this time he uses it to see a ladder hidden in a dark corner. The ladder is too simple and not daring enough, the GM says, runs contrary to the tone of the scene. This gets into a, a lot about moment of truth in the minutia of it. Sure, mm-hmm. and even
3: it, this is also maybe a faint thing as
0: well. Right. <laughs> um, it runs contrary to the tone of the scene. They negotiate a slippery damp rock stairway etched into the dark corner instead at the top of the landing from which the daring player could jump to the ledge the helpful detail is a positive reward unfortunately most people probably couldn't make the jump toothless tom spends a moment of truth to activate his strength i can too to add 2d6 to his dice pool to jump he makes it and has the chest positive reward but how to get it done? The crew's first mate, Big Rick, uh, activates his weakness. I knew I had a bad feeling about that. Um, adding to the, uh, adding that the pillar has some structural damage, causing it to crack and teeter. It will bring Tom and the treasure down, but perhaps not safely. Tom makes an athletics check to balance the pillar, and an, and another to lean it towards the staircase with a great crash the pillar throws tom and the treasure tumbling down the stair staircase it is most it's a mostly safe landing and the party has all has the treasure look at all those positive rewards anyway what do you folks think do you think gms can should apply operant conditioning generally in their games regardless of the uh moment of truth benny mechanic yours in gaming carson
3: we actually have an email later on in this that demonstrates that very well as well. So I'd like to reserve judgment until we get to that email. Okay. Well. All right.
2: I always make the assertion that um, if I want players to spend more bennies, I need to do two things. Give them more bennies, and give them more opportunities to use them. Mm-hmm. And also... Give them opportunities to use them for things other than soaking damage. It, it, to be fair,
3: when I first played Savage Worlds, I hoarded bennies too, and I didn't really know when to use them, or like how to use does. them, or if I wanted to use them. I was like, "What are these things?" And I have a feeling that this group—they're not too sure when or how or why to use them. It seems obvious now, right? It seems like you have a benny. This is these—the mechanics involved with it. But it took me a big leap of faith to take that benny and spend it. And actually, it helped when the GM was spending bennies. Like That's... And,
0: and I mean, yeah.
3: when, you see you, the, when you
0: first start playing, most GMs
3: forget to give bennies. I think
5: so. Yes. Yeah.
3: Well, yeah. uh, which but, makes them rare. But yeah. the NPCs were spending bennies. Once your NPCs started soaking them, we were like, we kept hitting and hitting, and they're like, I'm going to spend a bennie. And we we're like, what? I've got stacks of them. Oh, oh wait, there. you can do that? Well, I'm going to spend... Can I do that? Um, yes. Yeah. Oh! That's in in all the Savage
2: Worlds games I run... One of the things that the players get excited about is when I have to spend bennies. Yeah, yeah. is is you know, I'm, I I don't know how many times I've heard the comment around the table. Yeah, well, we still didn't get rid of that bad guy. Yeah, but we cut down the GM stack of bennies. We
3: made him use up his bennies.
0: That's yeah. a tactic. It's a oh good yeah, tactic. That that's that's that when when we had that realization that in some ways they're almost like D and D style hit points because uh-huh. D and D hit points aren't damage. It's you know it's this. It's your footing. It's your stamina. It's all of yeah. these other things that go into it, and that's kind of what the bennies kind of start to represent for the bad guys, especially. Is oh,
1: definitely. These are all yeah. of the
0: and and I even I had a game where I like like that's my last
3: one. click yep. and the table starts cheering. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it, it was interesting for for me as a player watching you finally have a villain that started spending the bennies, and we were watching that. And you were like, oh, what? And we were watching the way you spent them, and we we're like, so we can do that too. Aha, uh-huh. because right. yeah. yeah, so we were kind of like pissed. What the fuck? We hit him hard. He should be dead. Oh yeah. my god, he spent a Benny? Well, I'm going to spend a Benny to hit Can I spend a Benny to hit him? <laughs> yes, you can. <laughs> I can. Oh, yeah. And everybody at the table was like, what All right, so <laughs> we're going to start <laughs> spending Benny's. Can we do this together again? <gasps> we can? It, it, suddenly the light bulb went um, off, and now we start big stacks of them. chips like are in the fucking yeah. World Series
2: of, <laughs> <laughs> of Poker. Right. I, I forget <laughs> where I heard it, um, but it was a, a Benny related um, setting rule and I forget, like I said, I forget where I heard it. because um, typically the way bennies get used is I make a roll for something, it didn't go well, I'm going to spend a Benny to get to, to re-roll that, right. or in some cases, like in Deadlands, I'm going to spend this red Benny and add a d6 on it. Take your pick. Um, but in this setting rule, if you said, before you ever rolled, I'm going to spend a Benny, I'm going to throw a Benny on this as well. Mm-hmm. Okay? Um, You could either roll an extra die, so like if you had a d8 in whatever thing you were trying to do, you could roll 2d8 and your wild die, or you could um, add your wild die onto your roll.
3: Oh, fuck. Wow. Yeah. Jesus. What game was that? Is that a house rule?
2: It was a setting rule. I forget where I've heard it. It's a savage rule. setting rule. Interesting. And there's a difference between a setting rule and a house rule. Sure. Um,
3: I just wanted to be clear on that because yeah. I was. I missed I, like I said, I
2: forget where I where I saw it, but mm. I was like, "Wow, that would make the game really oh, yeah. over the top heroic." Yeah, yeah. and I'd Absolutely. be like, "You know, I'm all, I'm the the thief, and I've got to pick this lock, and I've got to do this right." I'm gonna slap it. I'm I might very well slap a Benny on it before we ever even start.
3: Absolutely. if you know it's a pivotal, yeah, point if you can add game. in your yeah. two dice.
2: Fuck. Yeah, mm. add the
3: dice That's together huge. or roll an yeah. extra one. I mean. So again, I, I think mean, your your likelihood if
0: you've got like a you know a, even like a d six and a d six, yeah, oh yeah, your chances of not succeeding
3: if you get to roll the dice together get minuscule. Oh
0: yeah,
4: yeah. oh yeah.
3: So I'm going to stick with my original solution for the guy, except it modified slightly, which is lead by example. Yeah. So, uh, as the GM starts spending bennies, and the players will eventually realize how cool they really are, and
2: give them. I th- yeah, give I
4: think them. there should be well, more. Well,
3: uh, giving them isn't the problem. He says he's giving them stacks, and they literally look like the poker chip champions. They've got all these things, but they don't spend them. They don't understand. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm g- I'm going to I'm I'm going to reward the players every time they use a a, a void point and. In L five R, with a pleasant
2: sounding. I thought bell. I was. I actually listened to the last <laughs> to the last recording um, Friday because I was. I had to drive up to Monrovia or Thursday. Yes, it was yesterday. Um, and um, I th- I was. It just tickled me when um, people started spending void to do things.
0: Uh, you know what? There's another session since then. I haven't put up that, that. That was the most recent one.
2: That's the most recent one. That was the fight. Yeah. That's the big fight with the. We had a whole game of zombies in yeah. yeah. the yeah, Revenant, which was that was a very cool tactic. By the way, yeah, very well played. Very I, well played. Uh, in hindsight,
3: I should have shackled both of them instead of just the one. Although the, you, shackled so the right one. Yeah, you shackled
2: <laughs> the right one, yeah, you shackled the right one. But yeah. No, that was been, that was well played.
3: He would have been because
0: you guys won't even fucking touch the sword. That was a game he's, changer. That was a game changer moment oh, right there. Are. Absolutely, and he's wielding it. Of course, and you guys don't even know what the sword does yet. I
3: know the sword's been around now for six sessions.
2: That, in my opinion, and I was thinking about this as I was listening to the episode. That speaks to something that we've talked about several times, and that is. Th- the mystery of a thing is more powerful than it's actually than it actually is. Oh, the oh, MacGuffin, yeah. yeah, yeah. Now, um, you know, if you maintain the mystery about a thing, it's much, much more well, important. I, I guarantee
3: invade. you, this sword was not as powerful. When it started as it is now. Oh, probably, yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> I guarantee you. Oh, well, you
0: guys, like, yeah, infused it with a bunch of kami that got
2: slowly turned. <laughs> okay, or okay, whatever. whatever. It, but it, it got started sucked out as, into it. It it's
3: started out as like a plus one sword, and now it's like, you know, Stormbringer. It, it's, <laughs> it's just a, because it serves the story better. It's a Vorpal sword. <laughs> well, and it's one of five. Yeah. So. Anyway, and I finally came up with the backstory
0: exactly what happened Good. like spiritually within the swords.
3: It all makes a lot of sense now. Cool. No one will ever know. We'll never know because <laughs> we'll, we will go off and shoot the bear instead right. of actually like going down and chasing down <laughs> your wonderful blood, <laughs> which we're doing now. That's the way it goes. Nope, spoilers. So Email from Keith.
0: Keith,
4: uh, hello, hollowed bags. Unless read this,
3: i to see if there's anything other than beer in the, the fridge. The douche. Is uh, it coke? And you want a ladies, coke?
4: Yeah. hey, okay. that black fang. That meat is still in there that I brought. Let's do us to drink that too. And ladies. Die,
0: coconut, coke.
4: I'm happy to say this is my first email. And maybe the first of many. And feel free to read this in an accent, which is my accent, which is Minnesota crossed with California.
2: What the hell does that sound like?
4: It sounds like me. Sounds like her. And I say oat instead of out.
2: A boot. And I say, do you really? I've never uh, noticed. That. Oh, yeah.
4: I've, I've... I say sorry. Yeah. I say sorry. <laughs> oh, or I say sorry. See, I forget. Sometimes, yeah.
2: <laughs> and sorry. And sometimes you That's say a boot. Sometimes you wear a sorry. A boot.
4: Yeah, and sorry. That's what it is. See, I've been here too long. <laughs> He's originally from Alabama. I am not. No, he. Is. Oh, he, he is. Keith is. Keith is. Oh, Kayfiz. where's my banjo? Oh, it's Keith is from Alabama, living in Oklahoma. Oh. Greenbow,
1: Alabama. <laughs> sorry.
4: And spends plenty of time in Texas. Enjoy. I can't do any of
2: those. Slow down. First would, off, slow down. As far as, I can't, as far I can't as as do that.
4: It can't happen.
2: As far, you can't do Forrest Gump. Uh, hello, hallowed yeah, douche no, bags of insulting. douche and ladies. I'm happy to say this is my first email. No,
4: don't do Forrest Gump. I don't like that voice. <laughs> it's Keith.
2: <laughs> anyway,
4: sorry Keith. Yeah, anyway. I discovered you guys by accident one day scrolling through the podcast offered by a service called Stitcher. On you can the,
2: get therapy for that.
4: On the Android, and I'm ignoring you, and almost scrolled right by. I thought, what kind of douches would name a podcast about gaming Happy Jacks? Then I noticed the and beer, and all was made clear.
5: <laughs> dun, dun, dun.
4: Anyway, on to my point. Like most fantasy-based games, mine tend to deal with the murder hobos mentality of raid monsters take their stuff take stuff to town, sell repeat. I've had some great times doing that but there was one time that seemed odd at the time but turned into one of the most memorable campaigns I've ever run it was in the vaunted or maligned depending on your perspective days of D&D 3.0 ah
3: uh, the halcyon days of <laughs> D&D 3.0
4: <laughs> and I agreed. to... Everything her. was
3: so much better than the grass was greener. Was
4: it? Oh yeah. Did you have like? That's because
2: it was covered candy in shit. Cast
4: and nickel? <laughs>
0: <laughs> lions and lambs laid together.
2: Yes. Uh, they made. <laughs> that's not legal in this state. That's like they a made. Th- a it is no it's in California? You bet it is.
3: <laughs> 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 they made lambs that roar. It's the People's Republic. <laughs> <laughs> they made lim- um, lam lam lamins lemon? yeah. Lambs and lions together Lamians? when they breed You get a lamian. It's pretty
0: much my favorite animal. The bread for the
2: magical (laughs) properties. (laughs) Lambert. Was it a liger? It's a liger.
3: (laughs) The bread for their magical
4: properties. (laughs) (laughs) Bing. Uh, And I agreed to run a game for a group of friends, including my wife and her sister. Oh, this is going to be one of those stories, okay.
3: (laughs) Okay. <laughs> wow! Wow! That's just
4: D game. Speaking
3: of Alabama,
4: hey, not his sister.
2: That's <laughs> where, 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 where you get kissing cousins from. <laughs> oh, man, how do we? How did we get there
3: so fast? Uh, well,
4: I don't know, Keith. I'm so sorry. Oh, I'm You're sorry,
3: Keith. <laughs> I, I blame myself. Okay. Uh, this
4: was to be the first D&D game for both of them, though they were experienced gamers and other more story driven systems.
0: Woof! <laughs> <laughs> White <You're my> wolf! <sighs> <sighs>
4: <They're> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> wanted to try out the
2: Gesundheit. old warhorse. So they were LARPers. <laughs>
4: <laughs> they didn't that want to try. Why is this like a hustler or penthouse form letter in my head now? <laughs> <laughs> and it's
5: totally because I, I read never this thought already. this
0: would happen to me. I know.
4: Uh, they didn't want to try 2.0 after a brief description of Thacko. Thack zero. Thack zero. <laughs> and weapon speed, uh, so weapon speed.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Wow. Halcyon days at 3.0 and lambs and two lions slid down
4: together.
2: Uh, Which was even less speed, painful so than
4: one. so 3.0 it was. <laughs> okay. They made up characters and off we went. Uh, we went through a few games with fairly basic encounters and the like, to let the players sort of work out their positions before I sprang a real dungeon on them. I had purchased a module, dating myself a bit, uh, known as the... Fo- the Forge of Fury.
3: I'd like to stop right there and say that yeah? I still think that supplements or whatever are still called modules. I still call them modules. I think most gamers, hardcore gamers, real gamers still call them modules. Look. It's part old, of the vernacular. Old man. Listen <laughs> <laughs> Old Man You get up a hood the Millennium Falcon. <laughs>
4: uh, so he bought Forge of Fury from my local game shop and had spent many a night preparing for the crawl that would be the day came, and all went as planned. The group had a ball, as did I, and with the final encounter, we, uh, we all had that special glow that says, I did it. Not to be confused with that special glow that says, I did it.
3: This <laughs> <It's> really is turning into a Or that warm. special glow that says,
0: <laughs> we did it. We yes. <laughs> all <laughs> of us, together.
4: <laughs> <laughs> the trouble came after we had obtained the treasure and cleared the dungeon of those evil beasties that infested the place. My sister-in-law uttered the fateful words, This place isn't so bad without the monsters in it. The next thing I know, the party is discussing what supplies they will need to bring in from town to spruce up the place. My murder hobos (laughs) had become squatters and domesticated.
3: In their own
4: dungeon, no less. The stories of the... Is, is that Glitterham? Glitterham, yeah. Glitterhame. That's, that was the name of the place, I'm guessing. Uh, went on to occupy over a full year of weekly gaming until the group was separated by that awful thing, real-life responsibility. That's the real beastie. Uh, we still have the memories, though. The question in all of this rambling is, have ever of you ever had a game where the group set up shop in a dungeon before, and what opportunities and challenges that you have in adjusting to murderous squatters. Enjoy and drink. Uh, Keith, is it is it really Taco Slod or is it Taco Salad on the forums?
3: It's
2: Taco Slod.
4: It's Taco Slod. It's
2: Taco, Slod. It's Taco Slod. is it,
3: isn't it a Slod a monster?
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. Slod's a monster. Oh, yeah.
4: Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Slod.
2: Now, and they come in colors, red, I, blue, green. I'm red. reminded of, Leaf. I
3: think it was a Tappy story about uh, a group of people that like ended up in town and ended up uh, like taking over the local... A uh, whorehouse, I think, and started a a. a uh,
5: oh.
3: Th- uh, yeah, they ended up starting like a whole um business. And that was the that was the game right. at that point the GM's like, Well don't you guys want to go No. Yep. So he had to completely switch gears about how to now deal with these people that are business owners. Been and, there did that. And and how do you run a game now that you know, instead of going out and killing things, how do you like now the crime lords are coming into it and no. And the the GM, I guess, was put off, but eventually it turned into a genius game.
2: i, I all I can say is been there did that. Yeah. Um, I once made the mistake of um Sending the player characters to this ruined keep up on a hill, all full of undead and other, you know, all awful, terrible monsters. They went through, cleaned out all the monsters, looked around and went, yep, we're staying. Perfectly good keep. Yeah. Perfectly good keep. We're going to hang out. We're going to rebuild it. I went, you just gave us a castle. What? R- oh, what? shit. I said, okay, fine. Um, so they set about. They start bringing in people. They rebuild the keep. They build it back up so it's all fortified. And then, and then the duke showed up. I yep. yep. said, "Thank you for rebuilding my castle." Now get out. And they were like, "I don't think so. We got it." And I said, "Okay, <laughs> battle." <laughs> it was great. Yeah. Turned into a fun. It, like them, it turned into a fun sure. game. Sure. It's just you. You gotta. You totally have to switch gears. You have to and think about it. something different. And yep. the thing about having a <coughs> stronghold of any kind, whether it's a keep, whether it's a dungeon, whatever it is, or a traveler, it's a ship or a ship. If you, you know. All you're doing is switching the perspective from being the ones who are hanging out in the dungeon doing whatever, and the characters are now are going in to try to, you know, weed them out and take their stuff. Well, now you are in the dungeon and you have the stuff. You just became the monsters. People are going to come try to take <laughs> your stuff away.
3: <laughs> sure, <laughs> absolutely. So you go. you've got things coming up from your old dungeon that you have boarded up, th- trying to take you over again. Oh yeah, <laughs> but the upkeep. No pun intended, of keeping a keep is, is um, expensive, right? Yeah, You've it's gotta,
2: frightfully expensive. So,
3: I mean, you have to go out and, like, raid your buying dungeons and villages or whatever sure. to bring money back <coughs> to rebuild your keep and to keep it going.
2: Oh, yeah. Sieges are expensive, too.
3: Yes, yes, they are. Last email <laughs> is
0: from Michael in Texas.
2: And it's Michael. Michael. Email from Michael in Texas. I guess you can consider this Part 2 of my GM Advice Series. (coughs) If you're going to be a memorable GM, you can't be afraid of the hate. You want the players to hate you, or to be more precise, you want them to hate the NPCs that you play. There's a very important distinction there. Yes. Um, But those NPCs speak with your voice, and when you're playing their part, you can't be afraid to stir shit up and deal with player hostility. Here's an example from an old game. We were playing a spin-off Traveler game when the characters had to go through a spaceport. I decided security would require them to check their guns. I was young, so I didn't understand what that actually meant to my players. No respectable PC is just going to give his gun to a security guard. So, once you play that card, you can forget whatever you had planned for the night. (laughs) We are now playing a session called
3: Let's Let's fuck fuck up the the spaceport! spaceport. (laughs) Yeah,
2: he's right. My players decided that they would fight to the death rather than give up their guns. Fuck yeah. So, what should a GM do? Fight hard and lose big. To do it right, you have to accept your role as adversary, invent a head of security that looks like a cop from a Die Hard movie, and bring him out to talk some shit. You know, you know you're going to lose this fight, so you have to lose big. You have to think about what the players want. They want to rebel against authority. They want to be badass ninja cowboys who are above the law. So you have to give them an authority figure that is worth rebelling against. This is not Shakespeare. This is not even primetime TV. This is like playing the Dean in Animal House. That reference is just for Stu and Stork.
3: Who dumped Dean Wormer
2: a whole truckload of it.
3: fizzies into the pool? I before got the it. <laughs> uh, that might be Delta, sir.
2: <laughs> Have your head of security water <clears throat> out in full oh body armor God. and give the players oh what they God. want. I heard. I heard we had some badasses out here who think the rules don't apply to them. Well, you may make the rules when you're on a bug hunt, but this is my spaceport. I am God here. So are you going to give up your guns, or you, or my boys going to spank you and send you home to mama? Feed, Feed the hate. The hate. <laughs> Feed them. Your players want to humiliate an authority figure, and for the next 40 minutes, that authority figure is you. That's right. Can you take it? Can you separate your ego from the personality of the NPC?
3: You're going to get hurt.
2: People are going to be mad at you. The key to great role-playing is emotion. Stir it up and take the heat, and your players will love you. Yours in crunch. Ta-da. Michael. Michael in Texas. <laughs> P.S. And for the love of God, once they defeat your NPC, do not call in 20th level space marines to show them who's boss. Let them on the plane with their assault rifles, bazookas, and death rays, and have the remaining guards too scared to even look at them. And for extra credit, the next time they come to a spaceport, have security act afraid of them, and wave them right through. Don't just give them a win. Give them a win that lasts for a whole campaign.
3: I cannot or, agree with this more.
2: Well, okay, philosophically <laughs> yes, I totally agree. <coughs> you know take the heat and be prepared to lose. okay However, however, at the same time, the next time they come back to the spaceport, security is three times as tight as it was. See that that in, in many cases that
0: will give them more satisfaction.
2: It totally will
0: because they're like, oh, oh, you know what? That like that's because that of metal, us. That metal detector, they didn't have that one before. Yeah. They put that up because we because do. of us. Because of us. <laughs> um, um,
3: I wouldn't, because then then they're just going to get more and more cal- recalcitrant, and it's just going to eventually they're going to escalate to the point where I don't know if they. I don't know if they necessarily it, it, would.
2: It depends a lot on on your players. Um, see, I also have, I, <coughs> possibly not in, in the Deadlands game. <laughs>
3: Let's not start calling out players. But, 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 uh,
2: but in in other games that I have run, if they went into the spaceport and the guard said, you have to surrender your weapons, they'll be put in this sealed box, and they'll be given back to you when you leave the spaceport. Most of the players I have would go, okay, doom, 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 doom. there you go. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But...
3: He's using this as an example. He's, yeah. I mean, anyway, and it's a good we, example. We can we can deconstruct the example, but the point is that once you make a decision like that, his his point is stand on stand it, stand on yeah. it, and be and, willing to take, take the it. heat for it. Right, take it, and that's kind of the thing about a player the GM uh, relationship. Anyway, is that we as a player are trying to outwit, uh, outmaneuver, and you're then the GM is our adversary anyway. And yeah, we're all friends, and yeah, we know it's a game, and yet. <laughs> <laughs> on the on the basic level is as a player, I'm constantly trying to do something that you didn't plan for the, to outmaneuver you.
4: The GM isn't your
2: adversary. The GM is not your I adversary. Know not. <laughs> I know you're not. I know you're not. The GM is not your adversary. I know that. However, I still Stark try to outmaneuver you whenever that? I play. What Absolutely. Was that
3: conditioning
2: that the <clears throat> <clears throat> I, know conditioning. I know you're not
3: adversary. I know you're not.
2: However, I am. I am in a moment portraying a character who is the adversary of your character I, I-, I the GM am a total fan of the players and okay. what the players want to do I just want to make that count, I want to make it matter I want to make it be memorable for them I'm still so- going to hate
3: you <laughs> I am, especially when I go back to that spaceport and the security's been doubled I'm going to hate you, can you take it? Sure, cause gonna. <laughs> Okay, because <laughs> I'm going to Okay
0: Oh, you should see the security of this fucking monk. are <laughs> going <you> to. <laughs> um. <coughs> it's it, it's
3: a it's the player DM relationship. It's complicated, and it's not. I, and we all know things intellectually, and yet there's a visceral experience where, as a player, you're like, "Fuck that guy," because you represent the NPCs. That, and that's he's, that's what he's saying. I know you're not my enemy, and I know you're not my adversary, and yet, the visceral experience, the monkey brain, the reptile brain takes over and goes, fuck you. I'm going I'm to outmaneuver you. I'm, fuck you. Don't tell me what to do. You're not the boss of me. Well, you're the GM. You are the boss of me, but you're not... See, it's, it's complicated. Yeah, there
5: you go. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's the thing I miss about your last character is whining about about his honor. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think you play that nearly as often anymore.
2: <laughs> um... I, I totally, I totally agree with the idea of give them someone, give them an NPC that they're just gonna just, just is gonna just get under their skin and uh, is gonna make yeah make life you know not na- well. Let, let's take an example um, in the in the Blood Tides game, Master Clough. Oh, Harbor Master Clough. Harbor Master Clough. Oh, man. He, you guys hate him?
0: Back up and explain who this is.
2: What? Who's back up yeah, and explain who okay. this is. For the, those of us uh, he is the Harbor Master in the, the city where they live, and he's kind of a smarmy guy, mm-hmm. but he also runs the town. Okay. And. Um, they have had multiple run-ins with him and all manner of difficulties and problems, but it's just it—it's it's not the kind of thing where they can just go kill him, just stick a knife in him and be done with it. <laughs> yeah. Because he's well-respected in town.
4: And I think what plays into that... Had, to, oh, I'm go sorry. Ahead, no good. No, I was going to say to... Uh, is it, was it Michael? Uh, to his point is uh when we are not successful sometimes through our own dice rolls or through tricks uh. tricks see stuff <laughs> you do uh, that's part of what feeds into that mm-hmm. because you just get frustrated and you sort of you know this is this guy that gets away with this stuff and it like if you can't just be a murder hobo right and erase him See I think
2: I, I think and, and while philosophically I agree that ultimately you want to you want to get up and get over on You know, on this guy. If the PCs don't always win those encounters, when they do, it will mean more. And when they ultimately get to where they're like, you know, now I've got him by the short hairs, and, you know, and they ultimately win this conflict, if they have not won every engagement along the way, it will matter more.
3: I think that's the takeaway from this, as you said earlier, which is when you when you make that commitment, when you suddenly have just suddenly said, "Please put your weapons in here," and suddenly the the, the game takes that left turn. Go with well, it. You got to commit to it at that yeah. point. And you have to be willing to take responsibility for your actions. Oh, yeah. Which is why you don't call in the Space Marines at the end so that you then win over your players and force them to do what you want to do. The takeaway is that you take responsibility for the left turn that's going on and make sure that they still have a good time and, and take the heat. Yeah. You know, if, if all of a sudden your your plans are all right, well, deal with it. And It's more than just being their enemy. It's also doing what you can to make sure that their plans... That they, that you can help facilitate the plans within reason for sure. You don't want to just say yeah you succeeded everything you do.
2: See that's oh, boring. Yeah. Yeah. That's boring.
3: Yeah, you can't do that. Yeah, that's fucked. <laughs> 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 Agree. It is. It is. That's and that brings us to randomizers with dice. Well,
2: you know? I, I will say that in the last session of that game, they ran. It. They ran away. I had the last get last L five R game. I had the, this. Awesome
0: comment <laughs> encounter set up. Huh? Had the fire ready and everything because what they were going to fight it was going to be big. Yeah, yeah.
1: we motherfuckers ran. Ran. <laughs> ran.
0: Tyler's character was messed up. Yeah, you were out of spells. Yeah. Not only did they run, a little little bit of a spoiler here, they cut the they cut all of the ropes off of the wagon they're pulling, jump on the horses, and <laughs> leave everything <laughs>
4: behind. That's <What>? awesome. <laughs>
2: I'm I'm going to be very intrigued tomorrow to see what happens in our our yeah, next.
4: You have no idea.
2: Blood Tide session, uh, I because I don't I don't know where they're going. I, think I don't Rob's, know what's going to happen. Rob's
4: character wants to open a tavern, and then we're going to.
3: so you've always been very good at that, Jim, About taking responsibility when things make a left turn, you you were like well, okay, and and you you facilitated. It's and that's kind of
2: I, I think that's that's really his message I, I, here. I and I I'm agree so with that message. Is is let the game go and stand on what you've what on the choices that you've made and you know when they win and they're ultimately supposed to win yeah amen to that um eat it because that's what you know that's what what your that's what that character's there for yeah. at the end of the day is is he he's there to at the in, in the end he's there to get defeated that's that's his job right and um
3: we all knew Snape was going to die.
2: Sure. yeah, Spoilers. Um, we, we've had conversations in the past about making villains memorable and, and making him villains to where, the, you know, how do you make a villain that the characters are really going to hate? Well, my answer is that takes time. You can't just write something up and have that. Because you have to build that... Visceral emotional response to the character. No, oh, I
3: disagree actually, because you can easily make a villain that they hate literally in ten out seconds. Out of the box, yeah. Out of the box with like, turn your weapons in. I'm God in this spaceport, and I tell you to turn the weapons <laughs> in. You know what? All of a sudden, they're going to hate that's, that man more, that's more just, than anybody ever I don't think
4: you done. can plan for that. That just. You had, you had
3: the whole slavery thing too in one of your games, right? Suddenly, mm-hmm. that was right, and, and that, that literally t- happened the, in that
2: turned on a dime. Yeah. But the the culmination of that of that whole story was a year and a half in the making. Well, yes,
3: but th- but that suddenly that person became the villain and that was the thing you like right, talked you're to, you're You raise a
2: very valid point I, and I don't disagree with that. It, it can happen. I think it is more likely to have a, a, more, a deeper impact if it's built over time. If you
3: take the time then to develop it, for sure. But I right. think that uh, you, so, if you're, so as don't a GM, if you're aware enough, you can, yeah. you can suddenly cre- create those moments or at least seize so, them as they come by. So
2: I guess the thing I would say is don't let them kill the the guy right off out of the gate maybe down the road at some point yeah they're going to well but let that build over time i'm going to go with do the do die hard
3: things. thing which is you kill one guy and then his brother comes back to find you and then after that there's another one and another one and you know just keeps die well, harder and there's always, another bad, <laughs> there's there's always, always another, another bad bad guy there's always another
2: bad
0: guy still with the dying harder <laughs> still dying harder <laughs> all right so we, let's call it dying this. with
3: okay. a hard on all right, <laughs> all right. <laughs>
1: We're We're listeners
0: of Happy thank you for joining us for Season 12, Episode 9 of Happy Joke's RPG Podcast. My name is Drew. This is Gina. This is Stork.
2: And this is Jim.
0: And for those of you who are still out there uh, enjoying JackerCon, have fun. And for those of you who joined us in the chat room, thank you for doing so. Yeah. And uh, listen to us live next Friday, 8.30 p.m. Pacific Time, about. We'll be more timely. We'll try. <laughs> thank you very much, and we'll leave it in the song. Flying towards a setting sun in a Honda Corridor of gold. The AC straining against the funk because our socks and drawers are old. On the 105 for an afternoon drive, whizzing by the freeway flora. In the passenger seat is my best friend Pete, a fat man in a fedora. Breaker 19, this is Draconar the Dark. I was momentarily detained in the hotel entrance, fat beard. The valet was trying to charge me an exorbitant
1: fee. It appears we have ourselves a Game Con. Yeah, we got ourselves a Game Con, playing for four days straight. We got ourselves at Game Con, our hygiene, it can wait. We got ourselves at Game Con, games after fun. And we'll be playing all the night till morning sun. Game Con. Game Con. Game Con. Game Con. Game Con.
0: We had to pass by Suspender Row where the Civil War men played. The room smelled like it was Monday night, even though this was just the first day. The argument phase was in full swing Old Fatbeard swearing in a spit Some sued for peace, but the fighting ceased When the confederate threatened he was quitting
1: Brinker one night, Fatbeard, this is
0: Dragnar again I'm going to be late to the Pathfinder game The waitress is under the mistaken impression That I don't review my lunch receipts She claims they don't have bottomless refills She
1: went to get the manager Yeah, we got ourselves a Game Con Playing for four days straight we got ourselves at Game Con, our hygiene it can wait. We got ourselves at Game Con, our games have the fun. And we'll be playing all the night till morning sun. Game Con, Game Con. Game con.
0: It was late at night on con day three that the hotel staff started straining. They were offering us complimentary Febreze, but the other guests there were complaining. The is all from the bar and cafe, at the fast food, there wouldn't serve us. The concierge split and the maids all quit, couldn't blame them, they didn't deserve us.
1: Break your wet night, fat beard! Save me a place at the OSR game! There's a fourteen-year-old girl here,
0: daring to disagree with my assessment of the new 52! We're comparing geek quiz scores
1: on Facebook. I, uh, may a while. Yeah, we got ourselves a Game Con, playing for four days straight. We got ourselves a game con, our hygiene it can wait. We got ourselves a game con, our kids have the fun. And we'll be playing all the night till morning sun.